The Pat Kenny Show on News Talk with Matter Private Network. During current restrictions, don't ignore your health concerns. Our expert team is ready to help. Jonathan Healy in for a pass. Uh, yeah, after the programme we've had, I think it's it's important we talk about Christmas trees. Porter Corkin, how are you? <laughs> good morning, Jonathan. How are you? I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. I'm glad not to be talking about COVID for a few minutes. Christmas exactly. trees, I, I, I never realised, Porrick, how many different types of Christmas tree we had in this country until I spoke to a Christmas tree grower on the programme yesterday. And, and the, the reassurance I was given was there won't be a shortage, despite some headlines suggesting that there might be. Absolutely not. When you think about it, the typical Christmas tree that you buy over the next couple of weeks, that seven or eight foot tree, has been growing in a nursery for the past eight to ten years. So COVID will have no effect on the, the fantastic Irish Christmas trees that come on the market this week every year. And they've been looked after for the last eight to ten years, pruned, trimmed, fertilised. So there's absolutely no shortage of Christmas trees. But there's actually huge demand Jonathan, people have been asking for the last two to three weeks, when are the Christmas trees coming in? When are the Christmas trees coming in? So there's a lot of pent-up demand, certainly, this year. And generally speaking, when the toy show is on, that's the time when people start putting up their, the first of the tr- Christmas trees. It's really, for me, when Christmas absolutely starts. But mm. a little advice, if you're looking for the two, I suppose, key Christmas trees that are non-shed or the best non-shed varieties are the beautiful blue noble fir, or Nomandii, which is a lovely dark green foliage tree. They're the two that I would select um, if you're looking for a tree, and they tend to be the most popular anyway. So noble fir or Nordman trees. Now, how do you tell the difference, right? Because I know when I go looking for my Christmas tree in a couple of weeks, and I, 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 I tend to buy them every year uh, off the Irish Guide Dogs, just for the record, putting it out. Yep. I don't know what kind of tree it is, but some of them have very big bottoms, and I, I don't mean that to offend the tree. And some of them are, are kind of lovely, and I'm going to say slender, and the branches fold out in, in what we would describe as a perfect tree format. What, how, how do you pick which is the right kind, which is the spruce and which is the Nordman and which is the Nobilis? Well, the spruce is the one to avoid. So Sitka spruce or Norway spruce, they're shedding trees. They will shed like mad. And the the needles tend to be very prickly on the spruce tree. So avoid those at all costs. They tend to be the cheaper trees. They're fast growing, but they drop their needles and um, they're, they're, they're to be avoided. The noble fir has this beautiful layered effect. So you get this perfect layering of the branches, very easy to decorate, and it's got that bluish green colour. So that's a non-shed variety called noble fir. And also, if you want a really dark, kind of fuller tree, a really kind of tight, full tree, go for the Nordmant. So that, again, has a, a beautiful dark green foliage. It tends to be fuller in its habit, and it tends to, again, it won't shed like the noble fir. So for me, the noble mm. fir, if you want that layer, effect with that bluey green the bluey green tinge or the normand if you want that really dark color they're the two to to really go for and they tend to be the most popular and look for a non-shed tree really in your local garden center Uh, yeah you'd be very unlucky to buy a shedding tree by accident at this point because the non-shed seems to be everywhere now the only thing about it is we are a month away from christmas eve exactly right it's 24th of november you want this thing to last until the 6th of December. So therefore, I, mean, I I know, and again, I referenced it yesterday, that I have to put on PPE normally to remove the Christmas tree because it gets <laughs> so desiccated and dried out. It is effectively an offensive weapon because uh, it'll cut the hand off you. How do you prevent it from drying out to that degree? 
Well, you've got to tr- you've got to think about it that Jonathan, all the the Christmas tree farms are cutting their, their trees this week, literally. So the trees are being cut a, a month before Christmas. You've got to treat them like a cut flower. So what do we do with our cut flowers? We cut off the base of the stem. We put it into water, fresh water. You try to keep your cut flowers in a cool environment. And the same applies to your Christmas tree. So when you bring it home, cut off at least two inches of the base of the stem. That opens up the pores. Make sure you get a stand that you can actually put water into. They need roughly about a litre of water. So make sure you've got a stand that actually is holding water and change that water or top it up every seven to 10 days as you would with cut flowers. The location inside is important as well. If you've got a radiator close to where you're putting it, turn it off. So try to keep the Christmas tree as cool as possible. And apart from that, as long as you add the water, keep it relatively cool. It should last very, you know, right up to the Christmas period. And after the new year, of course, it's going to begin to droop. Um, And a a, a little tip. (laughs) Like like myself, (laughs) after Christmas, after going out in the town. Go on, the little tip. Well, a little tip in January is make sure you bring your Christmas tree back to one of your local county councils because they recycle the trees, they turn it into bark that again is used on council properties to keep down the weeds. So don't just dump it into the refuse, give it back to your local county council and they'll recycle it and repurpose it. Mm. Now, when you when you cut a tree down, it is, it is not wishing to get morbid, dead at that point. So how, how long... Will it continue to suck up water from from the little thing that you've put underneath it? Well, if the temperatures are relatively cool, Jonathan, it will last that four week period from now, you know, right through the, the Christmas period, right up to kind of, you know, coming into New Year. Obviously, uh, you know, the closer we get to New Year, the little bit more droopy it's going to get and the little bit more dried out it's getting. So the secret really, and it's also important when you're picking the tree in your local garden centre to make sure the tree is heavy. Make sure, don't, if, if the tree is light to carry, there's something wrong with it. It has already lost a lot of water. So make sure it's got full of resin, that it's got a good, heavy base to it, that the tree itself looks really fresh. And then, obviously, cut the base off it, put it into the water, and then keep it in as cool a position as possible. Or if you can, delay you can, the trees will be available over the next couple of weeks, but particularly for the toy show, people like to get them up. But if, you're, if you want to keep it really fresh, then leave it for maybe another fortnight and then select your tree and put it up maybe on the 8th of December or the 10th of December. Yeah, because it, it'll last that that little bit longer. Uh, look, yeah. is it a bad idea, Paul? Because you, you're always telling me to plant things and to grow things. Yeah. So we know that growing trees is a great way to help the environment. If, if we're cutting down hundreds of thousands of trees every year uh, just so we can stick them so they can die in the corner of our yeah. living room, is that a good or a bad thing for the environment? Well, remember that they're farmed trees. So, I mean, the, the nurseries are planting hundreds of thousands of trees every year to replace what we're cutting down. So it's a farming exercise, really. But having said that, why not plant maybe a tree in the garden and use it to and decorate it? So you, you can get noble fir or normandii or a, a tree called the Fraser fir, which you can literally plant into your garden. You get them potted. You can plant it into your garden soil. You can keep it trimmed to keep the shape. And use it as a living tree and decorate that every year. Or we often get great interest. People look for shaped holly trees. So you can get beautiful variegated hollies or green hollies. Again, in your local garden centre, you put them into a nice pot. You keep them outside on your patio. You can decorate them with the flowers, maybe put some decorations on them. But you leave them out of doors and they're a living plant. You trim them once a year and that create that beautiful conical shape. So there's lots of plants that we can use as 
Christmas trees, as it were, out in our garden, like the Irish yew. Yeah. I have a beautiful yew tree in my garden in a large pot. It's about six or seven feet tall. I trim it once a year. It's got a beautiful conical shape and we use um, some lighting on it for the for the festive period. So there's lots yeah, of plants you don't, that you, you can you use. Don't, you don't hike that into the, into the house, no, surely. I, That's an no, outdoor tree. Absolutely. I leave it outdoors. I leave it right at my patio door. So any guests that are coming through, it's there, but it's left outside all year round. And it has that beautiful, it's an Irish hue. It's a beautiful conical shape, a beautiful plant. But hollies would be be suitable as well. Or boxwood, you know, the conical boxwood. You can use those out of doors. So rather maybe than putting a tree inside, why not get a tree that you can actually put outside and keep that beautiful conical shape? You'll also get potted Christmas trees Jonathan. So they're available in your local garden centre at the moment. So these are Christmas trees that are being potted up. They've been grown on for the last couple of years. They've got a nice shape on them. And again, they're living plants that you can keep in a large pot or terracotta container on your yeah. patio or indeed and you can, can pat them into your garden soil if you wish. Year after year after year. And it'll, it'll be a, a tree. Is That tree is for life, uh, potentially. It might even outlive you if you look after it. Porrick, pleasure as always. We now have the inevitable perennial debate about how expensive Christmas trees are and we'll have that on the programme next week but for now Porrick Horkin horticulturalist and keen gardener and owner of Horkin's Garden Centre thank you so much 